Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Impero Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Happy Sunday to everybody on this Sunday, November 14th, 2021. You know, every time I mention the date, I think to myself, we're getting closer and closer to the holidays, which is crazy time because a lot of things don't happen because this one's on vacation, that one's on vacation, or now I have to go shopping for this holiday, or things aren't going to be available anymore. It's just kind of different this year. But in any event, I hope I didn't stress you out there and i hope that you're enjoying your day so far it's a great morning here in new york city and as always we are armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on talk radio 77 wabc and all listening to our stream on wabcradio.com and on the 77 wabc mobile app now i also want to make sure i hear from you in just a little bit we're going to be taking your calls right here on the friends of the court hotline you know the number it's 1-800-848-wabc that's 1-800-848-9222 and make sure that you give us a call and share your thoughts you know that's my favorite part of the show i love hearing what you think and later on in the show i'll reveal the result of the question of the week from last week but you know it's never dull in America. Uh, so much happened this week. We've got Joe Biden and the Democrats bringing this country to even more uh, crises uh, as if we don't already have enough of them. Uh, we've also got the Rittenhouse trial that's going on in uh, Wisconsin that I have been following very, very closely. Now, we'll get to those topics and break them all down for you here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Plus, later on in the show, I will gavel out with my closing arguments, and I'll also reveal a new question of the week that you don't want to miss Again, I always love your participation in the weekly polls on topics that matter to justice here in America. Sometimes you tell me a thing or two, and I like that. I like being able to uh, hear what you guys have to say. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Bureau Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, let's go right to my opening statement. Now, the Democrats for years especially in recent years, have a new motto. And that motto is, fake it till you make it. That's the new motto of the left wing of America, because in 2021, if you dare to disagree with the liberals, if you dare to speak out against the rise of lawlessness in America, beware. 
We saw it this week with the fake rush to judgment prosecution of Kyle Rittenhouse, the young man from Kenosha, Wisconsin, brazenly mistreated by the mainstream media, the vindictive left, and even the president of the United States who lied and said that Rittenhouse was a white supremacist, a domestic terrorist, that he was part of a militia. This now 18-year-old was downright harassed and abused by a hostile prosecutor, a prosecutor who called into question the defendant's innocence in front of the jury simply because he exercised his constitutional right to remain silent. Let's go to cut number one, guys. It's August 25th, 2020. This is the first time that you have told your story. Since August 25th, 2020, you've had the benefit of watching countless videos of your actions that night. You've also had the opportunity to listen to the testimony of all 30-some witnesses that have testified in this trial so far. After all of that, now you are telling us your side of the story. Making the point that after hearing everything in the case, now he's tailoring his story to what has already been introduced. The problem is, this is a grave constitutional violation for you to talk about the defendant's silence. That is, and, and, the, and you're right. You're right on the. You're right on the borderline. The judge was so right there. Take it from another judge, me. So, what was the motivation of the prosecutor in this case to get so close to the point where any judge would consider a mistrial uh, and uh, uh, against the prosecution? And why was a district attorney so quick to indict 17-year-old Rittenhouse within 48 hours of a complicated case where three individuals were shot at night in the middle of a riot as hundreds of witnesses and hours of video needed to be reviewed? How was he so sure it was intentional murder versus second degree versus reckless or maybe even self-defense? You know, how is it that a young man who immediately tried to turn himself in was portrayed as a murderer who crossed state lines to kill when he crossed that state line almost every day to go to work and to visit his father and friends? The motivation, my friends, the crowd needed a villain. This is in the post-George Floyd moment. It was right after Jacob Blake had been shot by police. And it was the mob wanting blood. It was the give us a Barabbas moment. The DA was more than willing to appease them, throwing a 17-year-old without a real investigation to the wolves. And make no mistake, liberals are emboldened. And their fake-it-till-they-make-it strategy is kicked into high gear. And for anyone who's on the wrong side of the political aisle, you could quickly find yourself on the Democrats' enemy list. Remember the Trump fake dossier? The source, the source, the one they got the information from of that phony attempt to smear the 45th president of the United States has been charged with lying to the FBI. But for years, the intelligence community, our big shot intelligence community, backed by their allies in the mainstream media, claimed the dossier was authentic. But we've always known it was fake. But leave it to the left to lie, divide, and try to turn us against each other. They don't care 
as long as they make it. They faked the dossier until they made it. Another fake narrative being sold to Americans is that people actually support the reckless Biden agenda and spending spree. That's about as fake as it gets. And oh, by the way, according to Stumbling Joe, if you don't agree with his fake agenda, you are simply too stupid to appreciate the wisdom of his epic leadership. Let's go to cut three, guys. You hear a lot about the supply chains in the news, but frankly, not a lot of people are clear, have a clear understanding whether they have a Ph.D. or they didn't go to school about how a supply chain works. Sorry, Mr. President. The reality is that only 37 percent of the people actually approve of the job you're doing. And that's not surprising, considering that under the Joe Biden administration, consumer prices surged over 6 percent in in October alone. And as temperatures start dropping from coast to coast, we're learning that year over year, propane prices are up 54 percent. Heating oil is up 43 percent. Natural gas is up 30 percent. Electricity is up 6 percent. Let's take a listen from my friend Larry Kudlow, also on WABC Radio. We don't have an emergency and we don't need emergency spending. The Democrats, the left wing progressives with big government socialism essentially wanted to turn the emergency spending into permanent spending and then some. That's the logic, but the logic doesn't work for the economy. And then they want to finance it by taxing successful earners, successful small businesses, successful companies. But that's not stopping Washington from spending your hard-earned money. Last week, they pushed through a $1.2 trillion so-called infrastructure bill with 13 Republicans, guys, 13 Republicans willing to sell their party down the river. Now. The Democrats, the ones who fake it till they make it, can't always do it alone. Sometimes even so-called Republicans catapult them to the top. These 13 Republicans who supported a trillion-dollar piece of legislation that not even AOC supported, they could have stopped it, and they could have scrapped it, and they could have started from scratch. They don't deserve to be reelected next term. And I'm serious about that, folks. They joined in with the Democrats so the Democrats could say we had a bipartisan vote on this. They were absolutely stupid. And when they come on and they say to you, these these rhino Republicans, Republicans in name only, oh, I did it for my district. I did it for my district. We need this and we need that. That's hogwash. You didn't have to do it on a $1.2 trillion bill. You didn't have to give them the ability to get it passed. And you could have defeated it and started it on your own from scratch because now there's another bill right behind it. It is disgusting what they've done. And sadly, the spending spree, folks, is only beginning up next, a $1.75 trillion climate bill that's likely to be voted on this week. And according to the former head of the DNC, Ed Rendell, wasting trillions of tax dollars at a rapid pace makes stumbling Joe Biden a modern day FDR. Let's go to cut number four. I will tell you that when the New Year strikes, when we go to 2020, 2022, we will have a president who has achieved more in his first year of office 
in England, certainly in my lifetime, you'd have to go back to FDR to find someone who has achieved anything greater. Comparing Joe Biden to FDR is not only more fake news, it's downright laughable. But laughing and speaking of laughter seems to be what this administration's go-to strategy is whenever they're faced with tough issues. And let's go to cut number five. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? (laughs) That is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. Is it the border? Uh, um, not today, <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. This is horrible. These women in power, a secretary of energy, Granholm, a vice president of the United States, the women in power that our girls, our young girls look up to answer questions by laughing and giggling like idiots. This is not funny, folks. What's going on in this country is not funny. There's nothing funny about the energy crisis or the supply chain crisis or the border crisis or any of the real crises impacting families across this nation. But stick to your fake it till you make it strategy, liberals, and we'll see who's laughing Tuesday, November 8th, 2022, when Americans head to the polls to put an end to the fake it till they make it strategy. And that's my opening statement here on the Judge Janine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Sunday morning show. And uh, up here next on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we're going to talk about more of what's happening in this country. And I'd like very much to get your thoughts as we open up the Friends of the Court hotline coming up right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, in the worst terrorist attack, to ever take place on American soil, 2,977 people lost their lives. It was September 11, 2001. But in the face of horror, brave Americans responded. Many even stepped forward to enlist in our armed forces. Since then, more than 7,000 U.S. soldiers made the ultimate sacrifice. Those heroes were part of the war on terror. America's response to 9-11 They fought for us, but never came home. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation honored those men and women who gave everything by reading their names aloud for the first time ever in a new annual ceremony. Tunnel to Towers is making sure their sacrifice is never forgotten. The foundation season of hope runs from Thanksgiving of this year to New Year's Eve. At least one mortgage-free home a day is being given away for 37 days to honor America's greatest heroes. Do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. It's only $11 a month. It's definitely worth your effort given what they have done for all of us. The Judge Jeanine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Attention, 
The price of silver has increased 340% since 2000, and it continues trending higher. Universal Coin and Bullion is offering our listeners a special locked-in price of just $30 for a beautiful one-ounce 2021 American Silver Eagle coin, the most popular coin in the world for collectors and investors. This limited offer is available at dealer's cost because Universal Coin wants you to own the nation's first newly designed silver bullion coin since President Reagan signed the Bullion Act in 1985. Call Universal Coin like I did, leaders in the precious metal industry at 800 UCB gold to get your beautiful U.S. Mint silver coin for only $30. Postage is free and you'll be dealing with experts. In fact, the company's president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is recognized as America's gold expert and he is the 2021 coin dealer of the year. They also have rare gold coins, but this special silver deal is only available using the code Piro. Call 800 UCB gold. That's 800 UCB gold. Okay. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. A special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on WABCradio.com. That's streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Okay, let's get to the Friends of the Court hotline. Make sure that you call us at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Ray in Pearl River. Welcome to WABC. Your Honor, good morning. First of all, Kyle Rittenhouse, folks, is a political prisoner. The lies, the names they call him, I I never repeat. I wish people would learn that tactic. Um, The hard left is a cult. It's a cult of human misery. And I just like to say the Chinese communists, I mean, they're they're putting this guy Fauci up. You got to realize he's a straw man just to get punched up. What's the question? Okay, the question is, it's almost lunchtime. I'm getting hungry. I'm going to call Grimaldi's Pizza. I'm going to get a big pie. <laughs> I really, you're invited. No, 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 Janine, you're on. invited. If Come you on. Like. Yeah, what's the question? Okay, the question is, why is the, um, not the, not the establishment, why are people who consider themselves to be conservatives, I know some are phonies, why are they protecting China because they're the ones who put this poison here and also they built up uh, the Chinese okay. economy for their, for their warships and everything. Okay, here's the bottom line. Why? You know, I don't know what the reason is. All I know is it's kind of like the Clinton Foundation. You know, you get pals, everybody shares in the in the benefits. And, uh, you know, you just learned from Hunter Biden. He got one and a half billion dollars into his equity firm and all kinds of money. And, you know, we'll talk about China another day. I want to talk about what's going on with the left, with the economy and the supply chain. And let's go to uh, Ralph in New Jersey. Thank you, Jazz, for uh, taking my call, okay? For all the ugliness and the venom that LeBron James and uh, Joey Reid, and you know the, the usual uh, character, the same old, same old, okay? Mm-hmm. The report out uh, regarding this young lad in, in uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. I seem to forget about the name David Dorn and what David Dorn has done on the night of the May when chaos. Okay, is David is David Dorn? We're talking about the guy um, who was shot. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. 
David Dorn, guys, was the person who was shot. And thank you, Ralph, in New Jersey for bringing his name up. He was shot during the protest. He literally bled out. Uh, former, I believe, captain in the police force bled out on video. Every, you know, they stood and watched him die. Uh, his wife is living with the horror of that happening. You know, uh, the, the question that Ralph asked is a great one. You know, why are the people who have been involved in the shooting and the burning, why have they not been arrested? Why just this Kyle Rittenhouse? I think in the end of the day, we're going to find out that Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, a sacrificial lamb. But we'll go. I will go to one more question. Uh, uh, Daniel in the Bronx. Welcome to WABC. Hi, um, love you. Thank you for taking my question. Good. My question is, um, does Kyle Wittenhouse have a case, a defamation case against the president who called him a white supremacist? Great question. I'll tell you what, Daniel. Uh, Kyle definitely has a case against the president of the United States. But as with most presidents, I believe that civil matters are pretty much on hold until after they leave the office. There is no question he was defamed by the president of the United States. He has been defamed by the left. He's been called a domestic terrorist by uh, members of the squad. He has been called uh, uh, white supremacist. None of that is the case. He was a 17-year-old kid who was a lifeguard. He was a fire cadet. He was a police explorer. He had learned CPR. He went there to give uh, to give medic uh, medical help. And he they actually have him on video. Look, we didn't know how this was going to end up. They have Kyle Rittenhouse on video cleaning graffiti. Uh, he knew how to use a gun. He did not cross state lines with that gun. He literally uh, had purchased a gun. He was within a few months shy of his 18th birthday and therefore couldn't directly buy the gun. But he made that trip across state lines almost every day to go to work as a lifeguard. I mean, the whole thing is absurd. But your question is absolutely on target. Do you remember what happened uh, with a young man uh, that they said was a uh, – he went to that uh, pro-life rally in Washington, and I believe Lynn Wood was the attorney on the case. They sued everybody, and they won because they were calling him everything from a racist and on down. And Kyle uh, uh, and that individual, that young man, actually won. Uh, his lawsuit, and there are several that are still coming. So you can't willy-nilly just decide that someone's guilty and a white supremacist without evidence. But uh, in any event, uh, what I'd like to do is I want to make sure that everyone is getting ready right now for a call that we're going to get from Peter Navarro. We're going to talk about the economy. We're going to talk about what's going on uh, with the economy. So right now, uh, the Tunnel to Tower Foundation is bringing hope to heroes during its season of hope from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. And up next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we're going to be speaking with a very special man, Peter Navarro. This man is as smart as they come. We're going to ask you our question of the week and tell you how to participate when the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show returns. 
Delta Rescue's organization is near and dear to me. You've heard me talk about this organization before. You know I love animals. I just got two more standard poodles because I got two brothers. They couldn't be separated. So after Meister Lancelot died, Stella was depressed, so I got the brothers, Ted and Red. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram. I think it's judge underscore Janine. And uh, you can see Ted, Red, and Stella. But I love animals. And Delta Rescue is an organization that's about loving animals. More than 2 million animals are killed in pounds every year, but there are no numbers on those that are abandoned in parks in the wilderness. Delta Rescue's founder, Leo Grillo, is doing great work with his no-kill, care-for-life, and right-to-life sanctuary. And when they rescue a pregnant animal, they don't abort them. They take care of the entire family for life. There's an animal hospital right there 365 days a year for their up to 1,500 rescued dogs, cats, and horses. And Delta Rescue relies solely on donations from people like you and me. So... Delta Rescue offers tax estate planning that could help reduce your Biden tax increases. So grow your estate while letting your love for animals live on well into the future. Go to DeltaRescue.org slash Piro today. That's DeltaRescue.org slash Piro. Thank you. The Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Joining us now is an American economist and author. He served in the Trump administration as the assistant to the president, as director of trade and manufacturing policy, and as the National Defense Production Act policy coordinator. Please join me in welcoming Peter Navarro to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. And before I forget, he's just written a new book, called in Trump time, which is a a term that you might have heard him use quite often when he was on the news uh, during the Trump administration. But welcome, Peter. How are you this morning? Hey, Judge. Uh, Great to be with you this morning. Uh, A little breaking news for you. Uh, Deep concern uh, tomorrow that uh, the feckless Biden is going to give away the uh, tariffs that Donald John Trump put on communist China to defend American workers. Uh, that's the scuttlebutt coming out of Washington. And the, the weird part, Judge, is that it doesn't look like he's going to get anything up for them. And uh, So what, wait it, a minute. The, which tariffs? Which ter- what are you talking about, Peter? The China tariffs. that um, we, you know, it, we spent a lot of time with President Trump combating China's economic aggression by imposing tariffs. Right. Uh, on Chinese goods. And it was it's been interesting. Biden has been reluctant to abandon those because there's widespread support among the American people. The American right. people, look, you know, and I know American people know that China is attacking us. We are effectively at economic war with China. Mm-hmm. They steal mm-hmm. our intellectual property. They hack our computers. And so uh, Biden's meeting uh, virtually with uh, the dictator of China tomorrow and the scuttlebutt has it. He's going to unilaterally wave the white flag and give those tariffs away. That's going to be 
devastating uh, for this country. So oh, the tariff, the tariff. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, you know what? We've seen it over and over, Peter, that uh, the Biden administration is on bended knee to China. Uh, they 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 either fear China or there's something that China knows that uh, you know they don't want to deal with China. Um, and you wrote a book uh, called Death by China, among many other publications. So you're very uh, knowledgeable on the issue of China and the danger that that they pose toward the United States. But you know, without even getting into the issue of Taiwan, you know what happened with the Wuhan virus. Uh, you know, the, this agency says we still don't know whether it was a lab leak or whether it was intentional. Am I correct on that? Uh, well, <laughs> the intelligence community says that, but in, right. in that my new book, in Trump Time, I prove unequivocally a number of things. First of all, that virus came from the lab. It probably is a bioweapon. And, and interestingly enough, Fauci himself funded that lab right. using American taxpayer money. And as we're learning more about it, he funded these gain-of-function experiments, which are able to turn a harmless bat virus into a human killer. So it's ironic. I talk about this in the book where the first time I meet Fauci is the end of January 2020, Janine. And mm-hmm. and the travesty was the lie of omission of Tony Fauci because he knew right then that he was likely culpable in the pandemic. He knew the virus came from Wuhan. He knew it popped up within yards of that lab. He knew he funded that lab. He knew he supported those gain-of-function research, and he had an email from a script scientist that told him flat out that thing was genetically engineered. So this is a bioweapon that the Chinese have attacked us with, ironically, with the help of St. Fauci. He's got to be fired, Janine. Well, he needs to be in jail. Well, you know what's amazing about Fauci, Peter Navarro, I mean, uh, author of the new book in Trump time, is the fact that, you know, he has survived, I think, seven administrations or something crazy like that. He is the one guy in the in the government who isn't limited uh, by making just money from the government. He's got all kinds of investments. He's involved in pharmaceuticals. Uh, it is just his whole setup with the government is amazing. Am I correct about that? You're absolutely correct. And and one of the other things he did during the pandemic uh, was ban effectively the use of therapeutics. Uh, And that was all he's in big pharma's back pocket. Let's be clear about this. The only good news I could tell you, Janine, is that at the height of the pandemic, Fauci's popularity was over 70 percent. Every time he went up, President Trump's went down. And that was by design. Fauci would attack him. Yep passive aggressively but right now <laughs> Fauci is down in Kamala Harris territory in the 20s and 30s with the feckless Joe Biden we got to get him out of there I mean look I, my idea is to send him down to the border put him in a border patrol uniform let him hand out maps <laughs> uh, to the two million guys coming across let Peter Navarro you are people. too much Keep them out of keep them out of our schools. <laughs> well, you know the amazing part of it all is like that, and, and we could talk about this too, Peter, because you're the economist, and and you know you're also a professor emeritus of economics and public policy at the Paul Marar School of Business at University of Cal- California, Irvine. Um, you know we're letting all of these illegals in; they don't have to be tested, and if they have the virus. 
they don't have to take the vaccine. But if you're in a company of over 100 people, you've got to take the vaccine or be fired. If you're a police officer, a firefighter, you'll be fired. But we're letting the illegals in. Many of them have the virus. All right. Let's say I don't know what percentage it is, but you and I both know that a lot of them don't have basic uh, immunizations are from some of the poorest countries in the world. And yet and yet you're making people give up their jobs. You're getting them fired. Why is there this discrepancy between the American taxpaying citizen, hardworking, I would add, and the illegal who may be diseased, who doesn't have to follow the rules and doesn't have to take the vaccine? Explain that for me. Uh, yeah, well, it's the woke progressive zombies who love uh, open borders. But I can tell you this, re- regardless of what people feel about the universal vax policy or the health care policy, it's been devastating to our supply chain and our labor shortages. Janine, this is the worst labor market distortions and shortages I've seen in my lifetime. And when you put longshoremen and food processors and truckers and pilots on the unemployment line, because you mistakenly oh. want to force them to take a vaccine that many of them do not take, need to take because they've had the virus and have immunity. You know, if you have the virus, you've got 20 times the power of antibodies than you do if you take the vaccine. It's insane to force them to right. take a jab. And, and as for the, the border policy, there's, there's a great little story in, in the In Trump Time book about how I went into uh, – the uh, White House legal counsel's office, Pat Cipollone, the president about 2018 was beside himself trying to figure out how to close the border. And we came up with the idea of threatening Mexico with tariffs. Of course, for 24 hours, the news cycle exploded. They called us crazy and reckless. But Mexico sent 15,000 troops to the border. And more importantly, Janine, they did the uh, safe third nation thing where they kept the illegals on their side of the border. The boss That's right. Trump parlayed, parlayed that into similar agreements with the Northern Triangle countries, El, uh, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and we shut that border right then and there with that tariff policy. But yeah, it's a stay, stay in Mexico policy. I mean, what yeah. gives them the right? And, you know, they're still coming in. What happened in Del Rio, Peter Navarro, uh, where it was the Fox drones that identified them in Del Rio, that mass that was coming through uh, and they're flying them into airports in the quiet of the night and you know good for ron DeSantis down in florida who's saying you know what you can fly them in but yeah i'm going to send them to uh maryland and delaware we'll send them to joe's uh part of the world it's really it's really unfathomable <laughs> well the, the yeah. worst part of that it is now it used to be 95 percent of the illegals came from mexico and the northern triangle countries now, what we're seeing is uh, all around the world, they're sending folks to Brazil and then working their way up here. It's, it's, it's like all bets are off. It, it, I'm telling you, Janine, for blue-collar, black and brown Americans in particular, you put all those people into a labor market, which is already depressed at the low end, right. at the service sector right. end, because of the pandemic – and it's it's just going to be a Hobbesian life for a lot of Americans. I, it's, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Trump was the greatest president in modern history. Biden has quickly established himself as the guy who can't shoot straight and is the worst president oh. we've ever had. It's just it's just amazing. But I, you know, again, I get back to what might happen tomorrow if Biden gives up those China tariffs. That's going to be a devastating blow uh, to the American worker, and uh, Biden's going to 
see his approval rating go even lower if that's possible. You know, um, Peter Navarro, I mean, you were in the Trump administration from the beginning. One of the things I talked about earlier in the show was the fact that, you know, they fake it till they make it. And it was like the Trump, uh, uh, the dossier. And, you know, they, they make up this dossier and the feds end up indicting the actual source of the dossier. And yet. The, the fake news after the source is indicted and another person is indicted and we know more indictments are coming down. Um, you know, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to ask my guys to, if you could just take, uh, cut number two, I want you to listen to what the fake news is saying about the dossier. They still say it's not false. It may be dirty, but it ain't fake. Is there anything in the dossier that has been disproven? No, uh, no, I guess uh, the answer the short answer to the question. So that's Nicole Wallace. And then, you know, it's James Clapper who can never answer a question straight. And, uh, you know, they're saying that there's nothing in the dossier that's false after it's been proven false. I mean, they just keep faking it. It's got to make you as crazy as it makes me. The, the whole Russia hoax, when it took out Michael Flynn, had a really crippling effect on the administration that people don't understand. Because what happened was McMaster takes over at the NSC, and rather than clean house at the NSC, send all the DKLTs back and bring in people loyal, he didn't do that. It was a really bad thing because it left us with Colonel Vinman and Fiona Hill and a bunch of, bunch of Obamaites inside the National Security Council, and that, that you can draw a straight line between the Russia hoax and the, the, the fake impeachment things. So yep. these things have consequences. Um, I want to see uh, uh, Brennan, Comey, Clapper, Page, Strzok, Rubenstein, all those people held to account for this Russia hoax. Um, maybe we'll get to it eventually, and, and, but, but it's a long time coming. It's too long. That, that could have made a big deal. If Bill Durham had announced this stuff before the election, that would have had a material impact on the election. Well, there's no question. Of course, Peter Navarro is talking about John Durham and the, uh, the federal prosecutor that was brought in uh, to investigate this whole uh, beginning of the of the fake dossier and the Russia collusion delusion. And I've written a book on it and uh, a lot of other books have been written. But, Peter, I, I we, we're running out of time here. Just just one more thing in Trump time. And I read your book and I loved your book. I mean, you were right there. You were right in the middle of the fire of everything that was going on. Uh, what is your favorite part? of the book i think the um the first chapter i call the red wedding chapter because it sets up the whole book i'm, I'm sitting in the east wing um january 15 2020 the boss looks like a shoe in for re-election we're signing that skinny trade deal i'm sitting in the audience in a cold sweat knowing damn well this pandemic's coming and i'm thinking to myself could this be a bioweapon and everything else yep. flowed from there, including my battles with Tony Fauci. That's probably the, the second uh, most important thing. And we, the mission of the Interim Time book is fire Fauci, hold communist China accountable for its attack on America and restore election integrity to our country. All right. Peter Navarro, thank you so much for joining us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. We love you. Great book in Trump time. Thanks so much. And uh, I think we have some time for some of your phone calls. We've got... Uh, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a funny one. I, uh, Bill in Norwalk, Connecticut. Just I don't know how to answer the question here, but let's hear it. Bill, welcome to WABC. What I want to say, uh, Judge, is that uh, Mr. Navarro summed up the, the intelligence of our president, and it's very low. And this is now exacerbated, I believe, by his uh, uh, senility. And I think that this is uh, obvious to many people that uh, at this point in time, he's he's reached reached that stage. Yeah, well, it's interesting. I mean, like, how do we get by with Biden at the wheel? And uh, the, what what is the alternative? The laughing uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, and let's go to uh, let's go to Alfred in Yonkers. We have Alfred. Welcome to WABC, Alfred. Are you there? Okay. Let's go to, uh, let's see, Jesse in Stockholm, New Jersey. Hey, good morning. They had uh, Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. In there is a podcast, Young Girls Traffic Held Captive 22 Years and Cries Out. The judge says, if I talk, I go to jail. And that was Doug, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google. What, do you ta- what is your question, sir? YouTube All right. You know, I, I, when people call and then they think they're going to get a message out there, I mean, uh, yeah, forget it. But um, let's go to uh, what do we have? Mike du- in Dumont, New Jersey. Go ahead, Mike. Hello, Judge. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I would just like to place a note. Go ahead. Hit it. Not, why we are not pressing further for Ashley Biden's diary with uh, her pedophile father and also why are we not pursuing hunter biden's uh laptop well we certainly don't know who's a pedophile and we certainly don't have any evidence indicating that and uh, as a lawyer that's very clear uh but it's very interesting that hunter biden's laptop seemed to be something that had a lot of information in it and everybody ran away from it. Remember the left, the old fake it till you make it, as I started the show out with. Uh, they said, no, that laptop was Russian disinformation. I mean, everything is Russian disinformation when the real enemy is China, when the real enemy are the people who are trying to kill us either through uh, a virus or, as you've heard, I've had another guest on the show uh, who talked about the fact that they're putting fentanyl in the drugs that, you know, our kids are buying, whether it's the you know, fake pills, Oxycontin or Xanax. Uh, and the amazing part of it is at the end of the day, they don't want to investigate some of these cases. They just want to sweep them under the rug. And, you know, as a former prosecutor and as a judge myself, I find that really devastating. Uh, it, it causes all of us to lose faith in the criminal justice system. Uh, it's a system that I gave my life to, uh, you know, for, for over three decades. It was about truth and justice and law and order, and nobody got the benefit of, you know, knowing the judge and knowing the prosecutor. Uh, Right now, we're in a bad spot in the United States. We really are. Um, And it's it's not good. And I and I appreciate your question. All right. Let's go to Kathy in New Jersey. Kathy, welcome to uh, Sunday morning with Judge Janine. Thank you, Judge. Uh, My question is for or hopefully it's a question, is anybody um, watching or um, following up with, you know, Joe Biden's plan to make every illegal immigrant a millionaire, you know, that money wants to give out? 
Oh. Did we just forget about that? Or? No. Well, Kathy, here's the deal. They're they're talking about it. We haven't. We have not seen it in legislation yet. But of course, the talk is four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, not per family. I want to be clear on this, Kathy. It's per individual in a family. So it could be two in a family, which is almost a million dollars. How about three in a family separated because of the fact that they've suffered stress because the Flores decision required us to separate uh, children and put them in a, in a, in a separate uh, uh, facility so that they were protected. And the shocking part of all this is that it is so clear that the Biden administration is trying to break the backs of average Americans. They're trying to take us to a point where we can't even afford food or gas or heating this winter, where senior citizens as it is are already deciding between food and medication, and now they have to worry about the price of propane and oil and gas going up 40, 50, 60%. I mean, this is crazy town right now. And if you can't see what the Democrats are doing to this country by emboldening illegals to come into this country, flying them around to different states, flying them in the dead of night, not answering who, what, where, when, or why, not even identifying. I have this from my sources at the border who say the kids who are being brought in, there's no fingerprinting, they don't do DNA, they're just being given to non-government organizations who take these kids we don't know where. This is the breakdown of America. It is happening before us because the fake it till they make it group don't care about us. And I'm sorry to keep going off on that, but I got to tell you, Kathy, it infuriates me. It infuriates every American, all of us who save our money, all of us who work hard, all of us who have to work months before we can even take a dollar because the taxes are so high. This is an outrage of what they're doing. And they then want it in New York State. Everybody who's illegal gets $10,000 for free. We want to give money to violent felons a thousand dollars as long as they don't commit a crime this is insanity this is marxism this is socialism on its way to break america anyway your phone calls are coming up right here on the judge janine Pirro tunnel to towers foundation sunday morning show call into the friends of the court hotline again at 1-800-848-wabc and the results we've been waiting to reveal we're talking about our question of the week and it's coming up right here on the one and only 77 WABC. Tipping the scales when all else fails. The Judge Janine Tunnel the to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. Tension, the price of silver has increased 340% since 2000, and it continues trending higher. Universal Coin and Bullion is offering our listeners a special locked-in price of just $30. For a beautiful one-ounce 2021 American Silver Eagle coin, the most popular coin in the world for collectors and investors. This limited offer is available at dealer's cost because Universal Coin wants you to own the nation's first newly designed silver bullion coin since President Reagan signed the bull 
Bullion Act in 1985. Call Universal Coin like I did. Leaders in the precious metal industry at 800-UCB-GOLD to get your beautiful U.S. Mint silver coin for only $30. Postage is free and you'll be dealing with experts. In fact, the company's president, Dr. Mike Fulgens, is recognized as America's gold expert and he is the 2021 Coin Dealer of the Year. They also have rare gold coins, but this special silver deal is only available using the code PIRO. The code PIRO. Call 800-UCB-GOLD. That's 800-UCB-GOLD. Thank you. Okay. Now, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. All right. You know what time it is? It's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed this question. Do you believe the red wave of the past election is a result of the shortcomings of the Biden administration? The question was posed after the victories of Republican candidates, such as new, new, as new Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, Virginia's new Lieutenant Governor Winston Sears, and in New York, Nassau County DA Ann Donnelly, who we love, November 2nd, proved that Americans are fed up with Democrats and their fake it till you make it policies. So uh, what we did was we tried to find out what the numbers were. And here we go. Here are the results. Zero. Zero percent said no. And a hundred percent said yes. The recent red wave is a direct result of the shortcomings of the Biden administration, the Democratic Party. Now, here's why I'm laughing. Because that means that in 2022, they're going down even more. It wasn't even about the individual candidates to you. It's about the whole Democrat Party. All right. So for this week's upcoming question of the week, do you believe Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself? Do you believe he was defending himself? Now, make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. That's wabcradio.com slash tag slash web dash poll. I'll be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. Okay, now, not what you think the jury will do. But do you think he was defending himself? Now, let me give you a little, let me help you with it, okay? Victim number one, and guess what? The judge in, in Kenosha says, you can't call them victims. They were rioters. The first guy, Rosenbaum, all right? He's been threatening and chasing Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse is cornered, and Rittenhouse uh, feels that he has no choice because Rittenhouse starts grabbing for his gun, to take it away from uh, Rittenhouse, Rosenbaum tries to take it away. Rittenhouse shoots him, and Rittenhouse then starts to go, I guess, to starts to go and says, I just killed somebody, and then the mob starts shooting at him. The second guy picks up a skateboard, and he uses it like a baseball bat. This is a guy named Huber, H-U-B-E-R. He then tries to pull the gun off of Rittenhouse, and Rittenhouse says he's already been knocked with his skateboard, which is at that point a deadly weapon, and he ends up shooting Huber. Then he is attacked by this guy who puts his hands up. This is Grosskreutz. Grosskreutz puts his hands up. Rittenhouse doesn't bother him. He's running to the police. He's got his hands up. And Grosskreutz then takes his handgun, 
points it directly at Rittenhouse's head, lunges toward him. And this is what he says on the prosecution case. The prosecution star witness made out a complete case of self-defense. I'm telling you guys, as a prosecutor, a judge, a district attorney for over three decades, this was a case where there was a rush to judgment. This was a case where they picked this kid up and indicted him within 48 hours in spite of the fact that there were hundreds of people to be interviewed, dozens of videos to be examined. You know, do you decide, is it First Amendment, uh, is it, it is it first-degree murder, second-degree, reckless murder, self-defense? No, they just indicted the kid, and the mainstream media and the president called him a uh, white supremacist. I can't believe we're out of time already, but I want to make sure that you join us right back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp for the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. I'm going to have more to talk to you about. I love trials. I imagine you do, too. And we'll see about Peter Navarro. Uh, and by the way, if you want more of me, just go to Cameo.com. Judge Janine, I'll be happy to give you a little a little holiday message, Thanksgiving cheer, whatever you need. Thank you, everyone. I love you. Bye. Bye.